lot of stuff. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> new Humble Bundle. Yeah, it looks Ooh, good. There's some nice. good stuff. Humble Bundles have been really... Well, there haven't been many like game Humble Bundles recently. It's been a lot of like book Humble Bundles and Here's that kind of comics. thing. comics. Yeah. Because I read comics. Yeah. That's that's irony. Irony. <laughs> but yeah, this one looks good. There's some good stuff in there. Cool. My well, favorite horror game. Layers of Fear? Yes, sir. Ah. Uh-huh. That's called foreshadowing. <laughs> kind of. Or just telling you what's coming up. Uh, anyway, welcome to the Bite Me podcast. It's episode 92 coming direct to you from a bonfire. Yeah, man, it feels like one. <laughs> or or like the remnants of a bonfire. Like, we're not in the bonfire. It's like the bonfire is directly north of us in entire, like, all of Canada is on fire. Yeah, yeah. It's like, if you went to an RV park on vacation with your family you're like wow there's a lot of smoke around here oh and it turns out the boy scouts and the girl scouts from five different states are all having a giant bonfire yeah. right next door and you get I all think the there's smoke 200 fires in british columbia right now and i mean there's <sighs> fires here too so are there fires here yeah. well i saw that there was a brush fire down south of us yep. eastern washington's on fire man eastern washington so like right now right here like mm-hmm. our particle count is at 182 which is the equivalent of is it that high yeah smoking seven cigarettes a day bam it's i want to say that the last and by the way, for you, you all, y'all who are listening, I can't talk. Y'all are. Um, everybody listening, we're in Seattle, Washington, and if you could look outside our studio right now, you would see maybe for about a quarter of a mile. Maybe. Maybe. It's terrible. Um, so there's fires burning, wildfires burning in Canada, eastern Washington. Oregon, Hell, I think there's California. some in, there was some in Russia at one point yeah. that we were starting to get some effects of. Yeah. But uh, so our particle count was 182, which is unhealthy. And it's, I want to say one of the worst it was, was three times worse than Beijing, yep. which is notoriously known for having the worst air quality in the world. The other day in Spokane, it hit 350. What? Uh-huh. Oh, man. That's just like air that kills you. You're chewing you it go when outside, you breathe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Chew a bit. It's terrible. Swallow. Maybe die. Terrible. Hopefully don't. It was reading ash last night when I was at my house. Oh, yeah. There was ash all over my car this morning. It's terrible. My brand new car oh, covered in ash. You have a garage, man. Mm, yeah. Well, <laughs> one half of it's taken up by uh, Kevin's car. The other half's taken up by, you know, stuff. <laughs> Tell Kevin to park his car outside. That it's not as nice, new as right? yours. Yeah. Yeah. My car is worth more. Exactly. Turd. It's pretty. Uh, it's all right. Anyway, yeah, so we're in Seattle, and we're currently under a blanket of smoke from wildfires burning all over the place, all around us. Which actually probably explains why you haven't heard Dylan yet. He's not here. He, the smoke killed him. The smoke got him. Yeah. He, he, played, he played IRL Firewatch. He, uh, he looked terrible today. When he, he walked in, really he's bad. like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to make it. Yeah, he looks so. bad. He shot two videos and went home. He looks way worse than he normally does. Way worse. Oh and God. that's saying a lot. And he's not here, so we can keep talking ah. crap. Anyway... Um, it's the Bite Me Podcast, where we talk about video games, episode 92. My name is Adam West. Cliff Johnson. I'm the Dylan. <laughs> That's what he would sound like if you were oh, here. Oh, he bad. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, we're going to talk about some games this week, uh, including some news. Uh, PUBG is leaving game preview on Xbox. Yep. Thank somebody, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Twitch Prime, if you have been paying attention to the news and Amazon's changes over the last week... Um, you'll know that there are some changes coming to Twitch Prime. Some major ones and kind of annoying ones. We'll yeah. talk about that. Steam is launching or has kind of launched kinda their own Twitch competitor, which will be interesting, um, especially consider given all the changes coming to Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, NVIDIA announced its new line of graphics cards, and they are very cool, and uh, some of them are very expensive. You no, know, all of them are very, very expensive. <laughs> Are they all expensive? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I saw somebody post a price for one at like 500 bucks, and I'm like, I didn't see that price point. Yeah. But I believe um, them. 
Well, yeah, but $500 is really very expensive. <laughs> Not considering the price of some of the other ones I saw. Well, I mean, by comparison, yes, you're, you're right. The, the <laughs> like, one that's, that's, that's the cost of two Xbox One Xs is, is, in fact, more expensive than the one that's the cost of a single Xbox One X. Yeah, and I would, I, I don't know. I, we'll talk I've about it. I thought about actually diving into just getting a straight-up, full-on gaming rig that's just tweaked all to hell mm. and just making the move over to that. And because consoles anymore, I don't know. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Um, But you might want to wait before you dive in. Please do. So there's the follow-up to that. Oh, hang on. My phone just went off, which means my watch went off. Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, It was my mom. Hi, Mom. (laughs) You're never going to hear this. Um, Saints Row is coming out again on the Switch. But why? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we got questions from Vinny, Jack Iris, CMG Noise. That's a new one. Yeah. Uh, turned down for what? Super Hyper Mighty Weapon Man, Man Socks, as well as some cheap free games, including a Humble Bundle, the Master Chief Collection, and uh, some Small Bites. It's a full, full. Really? You can do that? <laughs> oh, that's danger, Will I, Robinson. I love that it's very obvious when you listen to the ga- the uh, the podcast that the first time Adam's seeing the show notes is literally, as, literally he's as he's announcing them. <laughs> yeah. But hey. It's all good. That's what I do. Uh, but first, we always start with what we're playing. Dylan, you go first. <coughs> okay. You're playing Staying Alive. He's playing Dead Cells. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, he is. Yeah, he's on it on the Switch, and he loves it just as much yeah, as I, I do. Yeah, because I was... Uh, I popped onto my Switch last night because I was like, I don't want to sit in front of a computer or a giant TV. I'm going to lay in my bed, and I'm going to play some Octopath. Nice. And when I logged in, it said, ding, ding, you've got a friend playing, and it was Dylan playing Dead Cells. I had never gotten that notification the other day until I was streaming uh, one of the games I was playing, and, oh, yeah. and I got a notification. I'm like, oh, that's weird. I've never seen that before. It's but, really cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but uh, Dylan's not here. He's playing Dead Cells. Uh, I have been I playing so. some more Monster Hunter World, nice. which I'm enjoying it. Um I'm getting to the point where I think that it would behoove me to start um, playing in multiplayer more in parties just because I'm fighting, and I'm not even that far in, like I'm fighting this giant Anjanoth, which is this weird fire-breathing Tyrannosaur-looking thing with head webbing. I don't know. It's really strange. Yeah. yeah. Um, And he's really difficult. (laughs) I fainted nine times. Over the course of two different hunts, and I said, "Nah, screw it," and I stormed out. So you need Monster Hunter friends. I do. Okay, I do. And this is where my first giant complaint about Monster Hunter comes in. And I think you may have seen it. I post. I posted a status update on the Bite Me page about how I love Monster Hunter World. It's about as close to a perfect game as I think I've played, at least in this type of setting, like multiplayer. Um, big, massive, intricate RPG, blah, 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 blah. But the multiplayer is kind of where it falls apart. Not necessarily the actual playing in multiplayer, but the getting into it, the creating the party or creating the online session and joining a session because there's so many weird like, well, you can't join this session because you're not far along enough in the story. I get that to a point, but at the same time, I want to join their session so they can come help me on my thing. And... Kevin had started a session, and he was he had joined my friend Victor's session, and I logged in, and I immediately joined Kevin because they were both in that. But then one of them started a hunt, or I started a hunt that neither one of them could do because I wasn't as far along as they were. Oh, which was it, yeah. it was weird because it wasn't my session. So if it were my session, Kevin would have been able to come in, but Victor wouldn't have. Oh, and see, and this is the. the- 
that's frustrating just because it's either these are the exact same complaints that people had about it on consoles, and you'd Is think it? that maybe by now they would have worked that out. That's, that's too bad. There's There's got to be a way to figure something out like that. Like, yeah, if you if you can't do something because you haven't progressed far enough, fine. So lock that out of being able yeah. to do for them, which they're basically doing, but it stops you from doing things that you can do because it's just really it's convoluted and weird. Yeah. So I'm sure there are reasons... I wish that way. I wish the multiplayer games would just figure out a way to like step up or step down damage. You know, because that's kind of the experience we had when me and my brother and you played the the division division together. Where you know, yeah, sure, we were ten levels apart, but that you know, you had two level tens or two level twelves and a level twenty four, and you'd think that that would you know average out to you know a a enemy level that was way closer to a level 10 and instead i think it averaged out to about a level 22 right and you know so we were just getting destroyed and it just i, I don't understand why they can't make that yeah work. like the, uh, you just figured there would be some way to level out what you know the damage they can take and the damage you can deal like there's yep. got to be some kind of floating yeah. system in place for for games like that yep so oh well obviously we're talking like it's super super easy and i'm sure other people have thought about yeah, you it just, and you just change to, a number right it's uh, you, uh, yeah you th- i mean they can what is it rng yeah they'll randomly choose a, a enemy that. for us yeah why not whatever that makes too much sense though doesn't it <laughs> anyway um so yeah so monster hunter world i've been playing some of that um played some more octopath last night i'm just now getting to um Everybody's chapter twos, chapter two stories. So once I get through, I think another story or two, I think uh, this is where I can start getting jobs for my people and they can get their secondary skills. Very cool. Uh, So I'm curious to see how that's going to work. The only thing uh, about Octopath, I guess it's just turned into kind of a dredge. Yeah. Is that there's not a whole lot of really involved story going on. All the stories are very basic. They're interesting enough. But they're very basic, and there's not a lot in between the chapters that push the story forward. It's like, all right, you've gone through everybody's chapter, first chapter. You know where they're all at. You need to get to this next chapter. But you're at level 15, and the recommended level for that is 22. And if you try and just go a few levels above yourself, unless you are spot on with all your stuff every time, you just get destroyed. That that right there is 100% what will keep me from playing that game. Yeah, like, it's, it's so good, though. The, the battle system, though, it, at least the grind is thoughtful. That's nice. At least it's thoughtful because each battle is always different. You can come at it from so many different ways. I just so wish... It seems like in this day and age, I mean, again, we're writing video games when we're, you know, podcasters, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it seems like we're in a, there's a, we're at a place where technologically we don't need to grind anymore. Like, I don't know if there ever was a reason for grind, but I don't think anybody likes it. I, I don't remember anyone ever like positively talking about, man, oh, what I'd love to do is do some more JRPG grinding. Right. Well, I think if there were if there was a way for it to like propel a story forward, yeah. like if there was something in there that gave you just a just a, a little, little, bit. little bit to make it less of a uh, an un- a less of a f- unnecessarily grindy feel. Well, and it's almost like yeah, if they could even add in like a I mean, this is this is really reaching, but if you could add in kind of like a Metroidvania kind of aspect to the right. grind, hey, we're going somewhere, we got this thing now, we can go back here and do some other things, and right, right, right. yeah. So oh, well, that would be. That would be nice, but again, it's it's a game. We, we just play them. We don't make them. You're making a game, maybe. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, good. I did some drawings. Oh. Ooh. Fancy. I know. 
Uh, I'm also playing that burrito bison lancha libre crap on <laughs> like, my phone. I just can't stop. It's so good. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, so definitely play that. And it's really cool because I have grown my character and bought new stuff. And, and yeah, I've watched a couple of videos to unlock some pinatas and whatever. Yeah. But it has never, ever felt like they are just trying to get money out of nope, me. Not at, at all. all. Even when they're like, oh, you've only got three minutes left on this sale, which I almost did, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, I've still just got... It's great. It's so much fun. It's such a great time suck. Yeah, it's really fun. It's weird. So, I don't I don't even know why. Like there's not there's really no mechanics to it. There's no anything. It's just Well, I figured out the the whole slam technique yeah. or whatever. There's a meter on the side. Yeah. I didn't realize that meter <laughs> did anything. I was like, "Oh, well, I guess I can't slam anymore." Oh, that's and funny. I finally it clicked last night. It's fun though. It's really fun. It's super fun. Yeah. Cool. Um I'm also playing the my uh, Switch battery sucks game. Oh, because um, I saw you. I saw you last week or the week before, and I was like, "Hey, Wad, look at this this no, game." Oh, yeah. And it dropped like fifteen percent in all of ten minutes. So I've got a big twenty thousand milliamp portable battery pack that I'm going to take to Europe with us, and then I actually got an actual uh, ten thousand milliamp clip on the oh, back geez. of your Switch battery that it just clips on the yeah. back and plugs in, and it do, it adds a little weight to it because obviously it's a giant it's battery. A big battery, but um. That really, really is nice. Do you, I mean, is it like a warranty thing, do you think? I mean, I'm, I'm out of warranty. I've had it for over a year. So do you, think it's a, it doesn't you can even send matter. it back and get it fixed thing? Doubt it. Ugh. I mean, I can, I'm sure I could send it in and get it fixed for a price. Yeah. I just wonder if that'd like, be worth it. Is that price going to be, you know, half that of a new switch or, mm. or what? Yeah. So that sucks. So maybe, maybe you could take it apart and fix it yourself. I've thought about that. I don't think you should do that. I'm going to. <laughs> I, I'm going to try. Why not? I guess it's true. I mean, the worst like, is going to happen is I'm going to have to switch. <laughs> which you've already done once because you left yours on a plane. Uh, true. That is true. At least mine was a the, thing. That's true. You're going to open that last spring or uh-huh. that last last little screw and a spring's going to pop out and you're going to lose it and you're never going to know where it went. cat's going to play with it and eat it. And your D-pad will just feel kind of off forever. <laughs> oh. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. Uh, is there anything else I've been playing? I feel like there is, but mm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Good yeah. enough. What about you? I have been playing a couple things, not much. I'm or more appropriate. I've been focusing on a couple of things, which is pretty rare for me. Um, I kind of came to the realization that there are a lot of games I want to play coming out starting in like October. There's a lot. Um, and September. That is, yeah, Spider-Man. man, Spider Man. Like I'm probably going to play it, but it's not. I'm not as hyped for it as a lot of people are. Yeah, so. Okay. Um, I've got a $60 gift card on Amazon that's just sitting there waiting for me to use it, and I'm real tempted to use it on Spider-Man. We should. Is that one of the ones you can pre-purchase right now? Yes. Like, can you get the money? I think I can pre-purchase it. Yeah, we I should look. I think I can. But I, oh, I can, but I can only pre-purchase digital only. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's talk about that. But, anyway. uh, you know, I realize, like, like, Forza comes out October 11th. Um <clears throat> And then Red Dead comes out at the end of October, and then uh, Fallout 76 comes out. So I wanted to try and get some stuff off of my my list. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I beat Mages of Australia, which is a game I've been playing for a year now. Is that the Kickstarter one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I kickstarted it. They're the same. They're folks that gave me passes to um, PAX West like two years ago. Oh, cool. Um, it's a it's a super fun game um, that kind of got ruined for me by the ending. Oh no! Um, not like like <clears throat> the ending itself is kind of meh, um, but just the like this game the entire way has been 
a pretty a, like pretty easy. Um, like it has a good story, has good combat, lots of fun. Um, like a couple of the bosses I've had to fight twice, but it's really more like you fight them once to figure out what their like mechanic is, mm-hmm. and then you fight them a second time to beat them. Um, so is it you? So you fight them once, they're like, "Wow, you just beat me," and they run away, and then no, they come no, no, back. No, later? no, it's more like you fight them once and get killed by them. Oh, and but then you figure like, out what their patterns got it, got it, are. Got it, got yeah, it. okay. And uh, then, like, you get to the end and you fight the bad guy for the first time, like the the end boss, and you beat him, and then he like flies away, and like oh, you so can't you can't like, fight me. But then you have to go through these four different levels and fight like these huge waves of enemies, and if you die. You go all the way back to the first. Uh, like you don't have to refight oh, no. the boss, but you have to fight those waves of enemies again. And I mean, I got like twenty five, thirty minutes in and died, and then had to, would have had to do it all over again. I'm like, ah, n- nah. But so, you got through it. Yeah. So I just found like a trainer and cheated. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm like, as one does. I'm just not gonna spend another half hour. Like my time. I think the thing is, my time is so limited to play games. Like a half hour is literally half the time I get to play any day. And so there's no guarantee that, I mean, like the most I'm going to play in a day is maybe an hour and 15 minutes, maybe mm-hmm. an hour and a half um, this time of year because school's out, um, which you wouldn't think would matter, but it does. Trust oh, me. Sure does. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, like I'm not going to waste however many half hours it takes me to get through all of those to be the guy. So like right. I just threw on a God, I didn't actually even put on God mode. I just put on a cheat that let me, not run out of mana ever, and okay. so I can just spam spells um, and beat it, and then beat the end guy again, and then the ending was really kind of lame and just kind of like, who knows what will happen? And I'm like, oh, huh, all right, yeah, okay. So it's a good game. It's really fun. It's it's a very um, kind of uh, like a, a Zelda esque, like Link to the Past esque kind of game with a really cool spell mechanic that if you wanted to dedicate the time to it, you could do some really cool things with. I wasn't right. going to like dedicate a, a ton of, of time to it. Spells? Yeah, so you okay. can essentially craft spells with it. You can do these huge, long, triggered spells and, and all sorts of cool stuff. Very if you cool. want to dig into that, it was never really my thing, but uh, has some kind of Metroidvania elements where you have to unlock, you know, different things with different spells, that kind of stuff. Mm. Great story. Really enjoyed it, but the ending was just kind of like. <laughs> so whatever you know um still would recommend it though especially if you can grab it on sale mages of australia um but then i rented uh yoku's island express which is a game i played at pax last year mm-hmm. and heard a lot of good things about it it's so fun oh my god it's so fun um is it like pinball so you play a dung beetle who is um, attached by a piece of rope to a round sphere, which I'm going to pretend is not dung. Um, it's just yeah, like a dung, rock or by something. The way, dung means poop. Yeah, and it's but it's it's white, so we're pretending that, that it's, means it's poop old that's poop that's been in the sun for a very long time. <laughs> but uh, you're welcome. The entire mechanic of the game is pinball, so it's a platformer. And poop ball. yeah, a lot of times you'll just walk through it and you drag <laughs> your little ball behind you. Um, but you've come to this new island as um, you're going to be the replacement postmaster. <laughs> um, it's a really weird conceit. But then you get there and like things have gone wrong and the, the God Slayer has, has everything gone to poop. Everything has gone to poop. <laughs> the God Slayer has like killed the last, you know, <laughs> the life of the island, blah, blah, blah. But the, the actual 
game is you'll get to these paces that it's literally just pinball. And so you have to use the, you know, flippers to whack and then you, you know, you have to kind of almost, it's like pinball with a puzzle too, though. So a lot of times you have to figure out what things you need to hit in what order in order to like spawn keys that'll unlock other areas. And it's got a real Metroidvania kind of feel to it where you have to go back and forth to a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just like goofy little fetch quests of, you know, hey, you need to do this. And like everywhere you go, you have to put mail in mailboxes because you are the mailman uh-huh. too. And it's, it's really goofy. But, like, first off, it's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, just beautiful, like, Mm hand-painted environments that are just... I mean, for a relatively small game, there's a huge diversity of areas. It's gorgeous to look at. Um, And just, like, adorable. Um, There's, like, little bunnies all over the place and these little poofball things. And all the, the, like, people in the village that you're delivering mail to are these just kind of wacky, I don't know, like, where the wild things are characters. Oh, fun. Um, and there's a lot of exploration. I'm really, really, really enjoying it. Um, I didn't even realize it had gotten a physical release, honestly, um, mm-hmm. but it came out on the Switch. I'm playing it on the Switch, and it's also out on the Xbox and obviously PC. Um, I've played it mostly on a screen, um, but I played it a little bit last night handheld, and it works great handheld. Um, with the exception of, like, I felt it was a little zoomed out at times. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it never, it wasn't quite close enough to my character. But besides that, it's it's just terrific. It's super fun. Um, I've been streaming it every morning and night, so if you want to go look at our VODs, there's probably three or four of them that you can check out. It's pretty short. It's like four or five hours, I think. So, so I'll probably control, beat it. To control, them around, to control him around the island, like, is it literally a pinball game to move him around the no, island? No, no. So you, like, you, move just your character you, with, you move your character with you know, like the left and right stick. And then when you get to... So parts of it are just like little bumpers. You'll, you'll walk over, and they're done by color. So there's a yellow one and a blue one. And so like the, your right trigger's your yellow one, and your blue one's your left trigger. And then there's ones that are striped, and either one will do that. And so so sometimes you'll just kind of like hit the the thing to bounce you up to a new level, whatever. But then some places are actually like full on little pinball games. Okay. So it's a mixture of pinball and platforming, which is just such a weird thing to say. But it works absolutely incredibly well. It's so fun. Nice. Yeah, I like it a lot. Cool, cool. Did you finish Dead Cells, by the way? No, God, no. I mean, I had I, to ask. I probably. I probably will at some point. Um, I really, really, really like it. But mm-hmm. again, it was kind of like I want to get some crap off my plate. Right. And Dead Cells easily could have taken up probably all my time between now and you know when four is like four comes out. So oh, nice, yeah, crap. All right, well, there's that. That's what we were playing. Um, if there's something you think we should be playing, let us know, and we'll check it out for sure. Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes or wherever, make sure you like us and rate us, subscribe to us, review us, whatever you want to do. Um, cause the more you do that, the more people will see us. Someone, I don't remember. I wish I could remember who it was. They like looked at us and said, like, how do you only have that many reviews? Your podcast is so much better than that. And I'm like, oh, you could write one. That'd You'll be cool. One. <laughs> <laughs> cause we only have like two or three reviews, right? No, we got more than that. I don't remember how many. Okay. It's not, it's not dozens. So, you know, we can so always we can use like more. Dozens. I'd like dozens. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, so do that. Also make sure you uh, check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash bite me podcast. We got a few levels of patronage that you can subscribe to starting for as little as a dollar a month and when you do that even for a dollar you will get access to all of our shows before anybody else and that includes special uh, content like interviews with developers any special shows like the 8-bit bites or upcoming game releases that we talk about and uh, and eventually we'll have our own call-in show as well you'll get access to that and all the way up to our producer level which is where you get invited to our show and we do those uh, special call-ins you get a guaranteed spot on that Plus, we talk about you and we say your name 
on the podcast radio. You also get a personal invitation every time we do a Rocket League game, which we oh, did this weekend, yeah. and it was fun. <laughs> I was so tired. Like, this smoke, it, like... Oh, it's awful. Yeah, it's really terrible. It's hard to sleep. It's hard to breathe. It's hard to, you know, be alive. It sounds really dumb, but, like, I'm a little bit out of breath right now. <laughs> Just well, I'm talking. I'm sitting over here, yeah. like, I'm having a hard time taking deep breaths. Uh-huh. It's so, awful. like, because I'm sitting here, I'm trying to cover my mouth up so Cliff doesn't have to look down my throat when I take these big yawns or whatever. Because <laughs> it's, I try and get to that. Yeah. Real deep breath, but then it just stops, and yep. I'm like, oh, come on. And Adam's in, like, a sealed room. Like, there, I don't think there's air in here, let alone ash. So. No, no. I mean. Whatever. It's whatever. But anyway, uh, thanks to our producer-level folks, they are. We have a new one. Ooh. His name is Austin Palmer. Hi, Austin Palmer. And he is a friend of Dylan's. Hi, friend of Dylan, Austin so Palmer. He's, he, <laughs> anyway, that's his name, Austin Palmer. <laughs> I will be sending him a magnet, the last Oh, there he goes. There goes our last magnet. But I ordered 10 more today. Oh, they're nice. different. They look like our first stickers. So, uh, like the cutout oh. ones. Yeah, they're pretty cool. You only ordered 10? Uh, they were a deal. So, But you should have ordered more because I want one of those. Well, you can have one too. We don't have 10 patrons. <laughs> well, I'm not going to pay for it. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll just give it to you. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, thank Anywho. you, Austin. Uh, we also have Alan Schulte, Jack Irish, who I talked to a bunch the other night on Discord. It was real fun. Oh, cool. And Joe Cole Jr., who I also talked to a bunch. <laughs> I talked to all these people. Kevin, you know, we talk a bunch. And Vinny, we also talk a bunch. Right. So these are good people. They all hang out on our Discord. These, are, these people are the reason you should come to our Discord because, I mean, like, yeah, we're there. But there's also a ton of awesome people there that are all the time. Yeah. So, so come hang out with us. Please do that. And, uh, yeah, if you want to become a patron just go to our patreon it's patreon.com slash bite me podcast yes lots of stuff there also uh we're an official humble bundle partner we are uh, trying to raise some money for our show that way as well uh every time you go to bite me slash humble you will see the latest and greatest humble bundle deals that are available and uh every time you buy via that page we get a little kickback from them so thanks to everybody who buys through there and thanks to humble bundle as well um, and yeah, there's a humble bundle coming up that we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. you got the best fans, man. Very cool. We really do. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. All right, we got a few things to talk about, so we're going to talk about it all right now in news. Oh, I know. It's kind of anticlimactic, isn't it? News. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's time to talk about news <laughs> on the Bite Me podcast. We should have Dan Murphy to go. come in here. Dan. Oh yeah. So we uh, we work at a group of radio stations. There's a guy who works across the hall from me. His name is Dan Murphy. Great guy. I won't say that. Uh, I was going to say older than dirt, but he's not. I mean, he might be. There, I don't know. Sure I have no, I have no idea how old Dan him. is. Yeah. Anyway, you would not you would not expect it from him just walking around the halls, but he has got the voice of God. He really does. He really does. I had him cut a spot one time, and he came in and cut it. I was like, "Why have I never done this with you before?" And even the the salesperson was like, "Who whose voice is that?" I'm like, "That's Dan, yo." My favorite thing about Dan is if you call him, you have no idea if you're talking to Dan or talking to his voicemail because every it's word exactly he says, sounds, "Hi, I'm Dan Murphy." Yeah, exactly. You're like, and then you wait, and if something else starts happening, you've gotten his voicemail. Otherwise, it's just Dan. Yeah. It's great. Um, also, is video game centric because Dan actually voiced. Oh, yeah. um, a Nancy Drew, a character in one of the Nancy Drew, um, like kind of graphic video game novels. That's so, so cool. yeah, he was like an evil scientist. Oh, I could hear that. Yeah, yeah. Vicky actually played it, so it was uh, pretty cool. awful, but whatever. Well, it's fine. I mean, it's Nancy Drew. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about it. Um, okay, so let's get into it. PUBG is leaving Xbox game preview. Does anybody Who care? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I care because I, I still keep going back and forth about whether or not I'm going to jump back into PUBG. Um, 
even though Fortnite is obviously the giant battle royale game. And there's a couple other battle royale, bleh, battle royale games. Uh, what's BRGs. Yeah, there we go. Oh, look at that. <laughs> so much easier to say. Um, what's the one battle royale game, BRG, uh, with the different classes and you can forge your own weapons and it's, oh, I can't remember what I've it is. I've never heard of this game. It looks really, really good. All right, I'm in. It's really good. It's on early access right now on Steam and it is free in oh. early access. So it's free before it's, you, you If we can it. remember the name of it, this would be a terrific advertisement for it. Well, I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out. I will tell you about yeah, all the about things that are coming that. out of the 1.0 release. So, uh, obviously it's coming out uh, September 4th, which is also my 21st anniversary in case oh. you want to buy a present. Your 21st? 21st. There you go. 21st on the 4th. Um, oh, stupid. <laughs> what is it, Adam? It's called Realm Royale. Oh, well, <laughs> there you go. Duh. Anyway, it's Realm Royale. It's it's uh, free to play it right now. I'd like to check it out. Um, and it's supposed to, it, it's gotten halfway decent reviews, you know, yeah. in its early access. Definitely mm. check that out. All right. Um, the uh, 1.0 relief will see the addition of a war mode, which is actually a team deathmatch. Gosh, when did I forget how to talk? A team deathmatch mode, um, which will have, like, respawns and teammates reviving. And, you know, it's actually more a very traditional game. So that's kind of interesting. Um, it doesn't, I don't know how many players that is, but it sounds interesting. Um, um, you also get the uh, Sandhook map cool. uh, and in-game currency, which I know you're all just dying for. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, if you buy, buy the physical version, you'll uh, get some Xbox-themed uh, clothing, which is available for a limited time. If you bought the physical version of the game? Yeah, apparently. Oh, wait. I think I did. Maybe you okay, did. Okay, cool. Good idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll also, uh, it'll still be, have it, you'll still have access to the same achievements and all that kind of stuff as well. That's cool. Yeah. So um, the other thing that, uh, this is not specifically PUBG Xbox related, um, it's just PUBG related, um, is that they are assuming, and probably by the time you actually hear this, you'll actually know whether it happened or not, uh, that tomorrow at Gamescom, they are going to... Uh, introduce a firing range into PUBG so you can actually it it already exists in the mobile version apparently the mobile version has it already Um, but the the PC and Xbox version will probably get it soon like I said probably to be really to be announced tomorrow where you'll actually be able to go and try out all the guns shoot at things and kind of see how they work which I think is a really important thing that they add that's a really really important thing how though did the did the mobile version get it before PC or Xbox maybe they they thought they'd try it out there maybe it was more of a beta thing Uh. I've been playing not a ton, but a little bit of Fortnite, and the the playground mode is so nice for that to actually be able to practice building and practice shooting and practice. Is, now is playground mode in Fortnite permanent now? You know, I'm not sure. I heard it was I heard it was temporary, but it's it been around away. for a while. Well, yeah, it and it went there, away for a little while. Away. Yeah, it's been really nice though, just to be able to go out and just screw around. So, like in when it. when when you get shot at in the playground mode, like are you getting damage? Are you no. going away? Are you dying or anything? Mm. I don't know. No, I don't think so. I think you can. I think you can. No, I think you just respawn. I oh, think okay. you respawn when you die. I, I, wanna... I can't remember. Like, I've done it a couple times now, and I can't remember, honestly. Yeah, I keep toying with the idea of, like I said, jumping back into either PUBG or Fortnite just so I can, like, PUBG, I mean, I already know PUBG enough to where I can jump in there and be okay for a little while. Fortnite, yeah. I've played once and was like, this is dumb, yeah. and walked away. But the playground mode would probably really, really help. Yeah, it, um, it really does. Also, Especially if, the building. Like, building yeah, is so hard. the building thing you need help with. Yeah. Um, if you are a PUBG player on the Xbox and you're into collecting controllers, you should also know um, that there is a new controller being released to celebrate the occasion of uh, PUBG coming to out of early whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be on stores October 30th. It's a black controller with digital camouflage. Ooh. 
It looks really cool, but it's seventy dollars. Yeah, I mean that's kind of retail pricing for an Xbox yeah. controller, though, or pretty close, maybe ten bucks more. I mean, I, th- some of the new Xbox controllers are so pretty. I wish I didn't already have like eleven six. <laughs> yeah, because I, there's a part of me that wants to almost just like get those. They. they if you've been to like a PAX or any of those, they often have these huge like controller walls that just show off all the oh, custom ones cool. you can build. It would be awesome to have a wall full of custom controllers or just even these special edition controllers, but they're so expensive. They're I'd so like a expensive. Wall full of TV, please. Yeah, right. Oh, wait, I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, there's that. Um, Twitch Prime is changing things up a bit. A little bit. A lot of it. A lot of it. Well, yeah. a lot a little bit. Um, first off, let's talk about the 20% Amazon Prime discount on pre-orders, yeah. physical pre-orders, right? Yeah, so it, okay. it used to be that if you pre-ordered a physical game from Amazon, um, it used to be up to a week after it launched, um, you could get 20% off. And then they, they knocked it back to you having to actually pre-order it. And now they're changing it to where you, you just don't get that anymore. <laughs> like, nope. Yeah, um, but you will get apparently a $10 well, – what I've read is it's a $10 credit – on uh, on certain games, um, and so I don't know if that means like you buy a game and you get ten dollars on your account to use towards something else, or right. if it'll be ten dollars that you can use towards that game. It's it's unclear. My assumption is that it's actually going to be a you buy a sixty dollar game, it ships, you get a ten dollar credit to put towards something else on Amazon. Um, so the discount's two dollars less. It doesn't really apply directly to that game. If you buy enough stuff off Amazon, that's probably kind of who cares. I mean, like, I buy enough stuff right. off Amazon that if you apply it to that game, apply it to the thing I order the next day, it'll be fine. Yeah. So, but, you know, $2 less. Um, I'm hoping, though, that this will mean that they'll start applying it to digital games. Um, that would be kind of nice. Kind of nice. Like, well, that was yeah. kind of, that, like Amazon pre-purchases have been my last kind of holdout for things I will buy physical in order to get a discount. Um, and if they got rid of that, it would be really nice. Mm-hmm. What worries me, though, is that they're saying it will only apply to certain games, uh, which is kind of dumb. But this also leads me to my my like conspiracy theory of the day, um, <laughs> which like I was the first one I saw that said it. But now it's like a million other people have seen it. So it's not like whatever. I'm not claiming anything. Right, right. Is that there's two games that you've not been able to pre-purchase for that twelve dollars off. One is Spider Man. Mm-hmm. One is Red Dead Redemption. Mm. And I've been like, because I've been trying to pre-purchase Red Dead for two months now, and I'm like, why can't I pre-purchase the standard edition physical on that in order to get that twelve dollar discount? And my guess is, well, it's weird because it even says any current or future physical game pre-orders placed before August twenty eighth will and, still be able to take advantage. And of it's the only discount. games that have it available. And so, like, literally, you cannot pre-purchase that game right now. That's so weird. Yeah, it just doesn't exist. And so... Well, because is, is, it, is it you just can't pre-purchase it on Amazon, or is it you can't pre-purchase it No, you it can anywhere. pre-purchase it a ton of other places. You just can't pre-purchase oh, it on Amazon. Oh, and oh, you can nice. get the Deluxe Edition and the like Super Deluxe Edition, neither of which are eligible for that, that discount. So... Weird. And, and you haven't been and you haven't been able to ever. So that tells me, first of all, this has probably been a plan for a little while. Right. Best Buy dropped their thing that you know was kind of giving the same deal. My guess is Amazon saw that you know they don't have any competition anymore. So, so why give a discount? That money? Yeah. Even though they're not really losing money, because I I guarantee you they are probably buying obviously buying these things. In they're bulk, making and it they're up in volume. Yeah. yeah. So, so. It's whatever. Um, and the other interesting thing is um, that ten dollar credit can be applied to quote unquote 
almost anything on Amazon.com. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. So. I, I just, I, 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 the, the lack of details is, is upsetting to me. I don't know. I posted this in our Facebook group and said, like, hey, will this get you to stop pre-purchasing games from Amazon? And the overwhelming thing was, like, I don't pre-purchase games from there for the discount. I do it so I don't have to talk to people. So, like, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, yeah. then if you're getting a $10 credit on top of not having to talk to people, it's still almost as good. It's kind of the last thing that kind of gets me to pre-purchase from somewhere just besides downloading it digitally on you know day right. one though so I mean it, it'll get me to probably stop buying games from Amazon um, I mean we'll see how this ten dollar credit yeah, we'll thing works, works out but I don't know um, also uh, Twitch Prime members are going to soon be losing their unlimited ad free viewing which I didn't actually realize we got so I didn't hey that's nice I guess <laughs> I mean, a lot of people are mad about this though that they're losing the unlimited yeah. ad free viewing yeah. yeah so well because those ads are long you, they're thirty seconds there's no skip yeah but and I know that you've got a token a month um, as a Twitch Prime member that you can use on, uh, to subscribe to a channel yep. and currently even if they have ads that token gets you past and I believe that's still ads. true it well it will be true only on channels that um, have ad-free viewing. So if there's a channel that is, you know, ad that supports ad-free viewing, blah, 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 you oh. can use that token and still get ad-free viewing on there. However, if you're watching it, just because they support ad-free viewing doesn't mean you're going to get ad-free viewing unless you're paying money to subscribe to their channel. You know, Does and that I make don't, sense? Yeah. Okay. And I don't mind ads. Like, I don't. Like, I understand. I think ads are f- perfect. I mean, we're in, I'm in the business anyway of making those ads on radio yeah. and on podcasts. So... I understand why they exist. I understand what the point is. And there's a lot of people who do. Yeah. But to somebody also like me who loathes commercials, yeah, I yeah. skip them on YouTube. It's a, I, I'm like, I skip those things. It's a really weird, like, our particular situation is very strange where right. I'm like, oh, more ads on the radio. I'm, I'm like, like, oh, hey, it's Adam. I'm like, thank uh, God for commercials because, you know, that's that's my car payment. But I also, like, use an ad blocker on Chrome. Yeah. So. I'm like, screw your car payment. Yeah. I don't want to watch this it's crap. It's really weird. But, uh, you know, it's I'm a hypocrite. It's, it's cool. Yeah, it um, the problem I have with ads on Twitch is that often I will, like, go through like five or six Twitch channels before I settle on the one I'm actually going to watch. And so I might watch, you know, a handful of ads, you know, in a row, which is kind of obnoxious. So I don't know. I'll just watch stuff on Mixer now. It'll be fine. Totally. Um, And Twitch has stated, you know, advertising is an important source of support for the creators who make Twitch possible. This is all in quotes. Uh, The change will strengthen and expand the advertising opportunity for creators so they can get more support from their viewers for doing what they love. Yeah. So they're going to, it's... It's going to be good for the streamers themselves for sure because they're going to they're going to see a probably a little uptick in some revenue at least for their streams. If, I don't I don't think so though. I, think I mean, you see something. I don't I don't know. I mean, like their their revenue they make is entirely based on the number of people that watch and number of subscribers and number. Right. So I mean, Wait, is they don't it, get anything from any of that that ad revenue at all? I don't think so. I don't think there's a, I don't think there's like a share. Maybe there is if you're like a, a top level streamer. Right. But I think you know just your average person that's you know a partnered Twitch streamer. I think it's just based entirely on subs. Mm. And uh, I don't remember they call them the little sparkles or whatever yeah. that you shoot at them. So I wish I, I wish I knew more. I should yeah. probably do that. Yeah, like I don't know. the whole streaming world. That's so far removed from me. I've been streaming like every morning and night for like five or six days in a row now, and it's been so fun. I've had such a good time doing it. It's just it's hard for me to like get in a groove. So right. Anyway. Um, some more streaming news to uh, compete with Twitch and Mixer. Valve's new streaming website, Steam.tv, it's officially live right now, and they're only showing the international for now, but I'm sure there's going to be a bit more. 
Oh, see, internet, so this is this is this year's international then. Yes. Oh, I forgot. Like normally, there's more of a buzz around that because it's normally here, mm-hmm. but it's in Vancouver this year because they're uh, redoing the key arena. Oh, are they really? Yeah. That's the Dota. So, oh wait, is that Dota? What are they showing right now? Is that Dota? I, yeah. I don't know. Is yeah, Dota, Dota the international? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes, it is the Dota international. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know about this, man. Like, I, I have I have thoughts really, really both ways on Steam TV. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So I think I Way guess one. I guess my first take on this I should I should preface this with it ended up like the first time I made this take today I ended up having like a two and a half hour conversation about politics with people so you know brace oh yourself um, I don't believe that Steam as a company mm-hmm. Valve as a company can be trusted to create a code of conduct for a streaming service and implement it successfully. <laughs> Okay. Um, they've done such an absolutely terrible job at saying what games can be on Steam and what games can't be on Steam. Like currently, right now, if you are trying to put a, let's say, adult themed game on Steam, they just kind of said, oh, hey, we're just not, we're not taking any of that. We'll put them in a queue. We'll get to it like five or six weeks from now. Um, not because they violate any standards, just because, like, I, I don't know, we're figuring this out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, Community so their, curate, forums, their curation is terrible. Their curation is terrible, and the, the reason is because is because there's really not any. Is because there's not any. It's they're not willing to hire people to curate things. Instead, they fall back on using technology to curate things, which is why if you go to the Steam forums right now, they are literally full of like alt right edge lord Nazis. Oh my! And I'm not saying that. That's <laughs> not like hyperbole. Like you can like. You can go out there and find it's just full of swastikas and oh, no. yeah, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. And it's because they, they don't have any community standards and the community standards they have, they don't enforce. That's nuts. And so like for them to come in and go like, Hey, we're going to have a, we're going to have a streaming service makes me go, Oh, that should be, I mean, kids away. <laughs> they're awful already. I mean, like the thing right. is like you watch any big Twitch stream it's full of slurs and you know swastikas made out of ascii characters and you know just awful things and so like that they've got but they've got a pretty good you know community standard practice in place how do they how do people get away with that or do they because get away it's with going it? so fast it's big streams you know Ugh. um but like i trust steam so much less <laughs> to handle yeah. that than i do twitch um like the only ones that have really done a good job is mixer and it's just because they are smaller and just meet it with people um but the flip side of this is like you've streamed i've streamed mm-hmm. it's a pain it's such a pain like download obs set it up make mm-hmm. sure it works get your webcam set up get all you know it's not easy and i mean well cuz you push so you've got your graphics card overlay you've yeah. got your 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 broadcaster overlay. You've got your Steam overlay, so you can chat and do stuff like that. And then you've got you know Discord running in the background. Yep. And you've, you've got, got your all webcam. You've got going. your microphone. All this craziness. If they can say, "Hey, you've got Steam. Cool. You're ready to go." Click. Right. That's a huge win in having a successful streaming platform. If just making it easier, I think that's one thing that Mixer's done really well. It's it's really strange to me if you go out to like you go to Twitch. There's no one doing like crappy low rent streaming on Twitch because there's a barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. You go out to Mixer, there's a bunch of people out there like streaming with no face cam, crappy microphone because they're using their Connect as a microphone when right. they stream on their Xbox. And like I don't know if that's great, 
but it lets people get into streaming with no barrier to entry, and right. I think that's nice. Well, in the streaming to Mixer via Windows 10 and their Same the creators update yeah. or whatever it was, it's fantastic. Yeah, Windows key G, go. Yeah, you just push a couple of buttons, everything pops up, you click, 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 done. And you're in. And, and it's, you're on. It's really nice. And so yeah. if, if Steam can give that same level of integration, I think that they could be very successful. I just – I doubt whether or not they have the ability to create a service that won't just be full of trolls and terrible right. people. Do you think it's – in a perfect world, obviously, but do you think it's too outside of the box or the realm of possibility to think that Valve could try and partner with – Twitch, or they could try and partner with Mixer, not necessarily to take it over or vice versa, but just so that they can get almost like the whole cross-platform crap we're dealing with, you know, on the consoles. Do you think it's possible for a streaming service to want to, you know, connect with the largest digital storefront of gamers to get that to happen? Do you think it's possible? Do you think they should or would or want to? I mean... Maybe. I mean, I guess when you really think about this, my guess is, and we don't know, there's so there's right. so much, so many unknowns right now. Like, you can't go stream on, on this right now. But I guess the thing you've got to think about is that the only reason that Steam wants to do this is to sell more games. Like, okay. that's their entire, their business model probably isn't to make money via subscriptions or make money via right. ads or make money. I mean, they'll probably do all those things, but their goal is to push Steam games. Oh, yeah, because could you imagine having, let's say you've got 500 people watching a stream. Go buy this right now. Go check this game out. Here's the link. It pops right up. Just click it. It's integrated into the UI. Yeah. Yeah. And and so I would say it would really make sense Mm -hmm. for someone like a Twitch to work with that or a Mixer to work with that. And what I'm really more surprised is I'm I don't whether that'll happen or not I don't know. Yeah. What I'm really surprised with though is that Amazon hasn't gotten on that bandwagon and said like, "Hey, here's a Twitch stream. Buy this game at Amazon." Right. You know, "Hey, your credit card's I, you know, I already." I always forget that Amazon is Amazon owns Twitch. Yeah, you know, Amazon Amazon, you know, you have the same user ID for Amazon and Twitch. All you have to do is press this buy button. We already have your credit card. We'll just ship it to your house. Like I'm surprised they haven't made that integration bigger. And I'm surprised that they haven't I'm surprised you don't see – because, I mean, Amazon has an affiliates program. If you put Amazon stuff on your website and use their special code, you get 10% of everything or 5% of everything. I don't remember. We need to be – I know, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm kind of surprised that they don't have the integration and then say, hey, you as a streamer, if you get people to click on this link, you're getting 5 10%, 10%. I'm surprised that that integration doesn't exist more. Right. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how Steam does that because Steam does not have an affiliate program. So hmm. I don't know. Well, yeah, there's, yeah, exactly. So there's, it's early. There's a lot to be seen, but I'm, I don't even want to say cautiously optimistic. Like I think I'm there's not optimistic at all. Yeah. I'm curious to see what's going to happen. It, that's exactly where I'm at. Yeah. I think it's going to be awful, but who knows? <laughs> exactly. Who knows? <laughs> um, all right. Nvidia announced its new line of graphics cards and they are freaking cool and they are freaking expensive. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Well, I mean, I think the, the, the jury, that's actually one of the most interesting things. So, the, like, the, you know, we, we had two entries for this in our show notes. And the first was, hey, they're cool and it looks cool. Right. The, the second one was, like, but hey, maybe don't, like, pre purchase one. Um, so, you know me, the king of pre purchasing. I don't have a computer for it to go in, though, so that's fine. That's What's good. <laughs> You're just going to have one in a box. So, there, there's three new cards. Um, 
and, and they're just like they are now. Like you have a 1070, a 1080, and then a 1080 Ti. Mm-hmm. Um, except they've renamed this the RTX series, I guess. And so there's it's a the 20 series. Yeah, so an the... RTX 270, an RTX 280, and an RTX T80, T- 280 Ti, which is 20. really hard to say. Yeah. T- yeah, sorry, 2080, 2070, 2080, and 2080 Ti. Um, the reference cards for these, so the way graphics cards work is uh, NVIDIA will launch a branded line of their own. So they're actually NVIDIA reference cards. And those are going to be um, $800. Oh, no, sorry, $600 for the 270 $800 for the 280 and $1,200 for the 280 T- 2080 Ti, which is really damn expensive. Yeah. Like really, really, really expensive. Tw- you said $1,200, right? $1,200, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you can get a solid gaming rig. For twelve hundred dollars, and it's got a ten eighty in it right now. Uh huh. So. And so, but then other you know other vendors will come in and make these cards off their own reference designs. You know, mm-hmm. so whatever, and they'll be about two hundred dollars less. So you're looking at five hundred, seven hundred, and a thousand dollars, which is still not cheap. which is still a ton of money. Right. Um. You know, by comparison, like a ten seventy was like a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars less than that for this new card than this mm-hmm. new card um and like a 1070 1080 1080 ti will push everything you need like a t- 1080 ti will push probably 4k 4k roughly at I almost say, 60 frames a yeah. second close it, it depends what this really what these new cards are big on is ray tracing and i don't have any idea what that means what ray tracing does is specifically in these instances is it lets the way you see light, so when, when you look at something, essentially what you're seeing is light bouncing off that thing, coming back to your eyes, and your eyes turn into an image, right? Ray tracing works kind of the same way in that light will bounce off objects realistically and light other things. So like, if okay. you go look at their reference demos, they've got a dude with a flamethrower over a water-filled street, right? right. And in a current game, you flamethrower... And there's flame everywhere. And, like, you might get a little glow around your flamethrower, but you're probably not going to see the reflection of that flamethrower in the street. Oh, I see what you're talking about. I'm watching it right now. Yeah, so go watch these videos. It'll make more sense. I'll I'll link this in our show notes. But um, that's what ray tracing does is it it allows you to say light reflects and refracts accurately like light does. So you'll see the reflection in the street. You'll see reflections in glass. You'll see accurate reflections in mirrors, that kind of thing. The interesting thing is, is NVIDIA did this big presentation. They're like, look at all these light effects. Right. And in order to tell you how powerful these cards are, we had to invent an entirely new way to give you stats on these cards. We're not going to tell you how they compare (laughs) to old cards. And so the worry right now is, is that these cards are really, really good at doing these ray tracing things. And you're paying a premium for them for what amounts to like pretty lighting effects. And right. and don't get me wrong, it's, it's really beautiful. really pretty. But they're not saying, "Hey, now you're going to be able to run 4K 60 frames a second super easy or 4K 144 frames a second or even, you know, 1080 or 2K 144 frames a second." They're not saying that these cards are more powerful necessarily saying they can do this cool thing exactly and that's the reason that you want to wait <laughs> until right. someone can actually do real honest to goodness testing on these to find out whether you know that $1200 card you bought just makes pretty flamethrower reflections or if it actually is going to run faster true 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 and i want to say that of 
the only games that support ray tracing right now. There's like now, 15 of them, 20 yeah, of them. Are, inc- are including the two games that they, they demoed, which was what, Battlefield 5, and I want to say the new The new Shadow Tomb Raider Tomb Raider. does, yeah. So, There's like 15 games, I think, going to be out. This is this is probably coming out in September-ish. Okay. Um, I mean, you probably won't be able to buy one in September, but theoretically they release in September. But cool. you'll probably be able to pick up one before the end of the year. And so all the big, like, late 2018, early 2019 games are probably going to support this. But I just don't. I mean, like it's pretty. Like, don't get me wrong; it's really pretty. Um, although, you know, Dustin Legary from IGN um, played Tomb Raider on one at uh, Gamescom and said it was kind of meh. So, really, yeah, I don't know. I, like, there's a lot to be seen on these, and I think generally, unless you like are rolling around in piles of money like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> um, it usually makes sense to skip a generation too. Oh, really? um, yeah, I I, yeah. I usually buy every other. Well, because um, like I said, I'm legit, they come out so frequently too. I'm legit thinking about doing a, a serious gaming desktop kind of because my razor's great. Whoa, my gra- I almost knocked water over. <laughs> uh, my razor's great. I love it, and it's great to take around and play these games and even plug into my monitor. And you know, I'm running high highest quality yeah. you know graphics and still hitting between 50 and 60 frames a second if on a 1060 every, on, uh, yeah on a 1060 yeah. i kind of sometimes dip below 50 but that's honestly like if i'm playing something that's not yeah. been optimized very well or, or monster hunter and there's just a lot going on yeah. um but i typically am always falling between 50 and 60 you know frames, and that's the reality i have a 1070 i run it at 2k most of the time so 1440 mm-hmm. And it runs great. Things look great. I run most games that, yeah, either, I mean, like a locked 30 or most of the time 60, and I run it on the highest mm. everything. So, yeah, there's going to become a point in the future where new games don't look as good, or I can't run at a right. locked 60, whatever. And I'm pretty sure Kevin's got a 1080 Ti or, or some other, yeah. other developer uh, yeah, manufacturer's ATI card, version yeah. of it. Um, and it's so nice and so jealousy-inducing to yeah. look over and see him playing Monster World at a very clear, yeah. like, 80, 90 frames a second, highest quality, everything, lots going on. Yeah. It makes me a little jealous. Yeah. But. Does it make you like $1,000 jealous, though? No. Yeah. No. Not really. Well. And that's the thing no. is, is, like, I mean, <laughs> like, I could have gotten a 1080 or a 1080 Ti when I did it, but I'm just like, is it worth double the price? And, I mean, for some, for some people, yeah, I mean, like I said, if you're throwing away money, sure, you know, great. Um but I think I'm going to be really happy with, with the graphics card I have for another year or two. And by that point in time, honestly, it's probably time for me to rebuild an entire computer because mm-hmm. my computer will be like four or five years old. Gotcha. So, you know, I, I like I, I unless you're running a, a 900 series card, I'd just say skip this one and Got or it. at very least wait, 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 because um, the prices will go down on them, sure. you know. All right, finally in news, if you've got a Switch and you like Saints Row, you should probably, maybe, I don't know, you're probably not excited because you've probably played it 20 times already. Maybe. But Saints Row the third is coming to Nintendo Switch. Not the first, not the second, not the fourth, but the the third. third. Although, like, if you've played three and four, three and four are, like, four is like the Bizarro World version of three. They use the same map. Right, right. Um, Three is so good. It's a super, super solid game. So if you have not played it, or if you think this is a game you might want to play, like, I don't know why you'd want to play it on the Switch. It does not necessarily, like, fit the form factor. It doesn't really, Mm -hmm. you know, third-person weirdo game. But, like, I, I put this in the show notes not because it's something that I think a ton of people are going to run out and buy, but, but just, just because so I love weird. the idea that the Switch is finally getting grown-up games. Oh, like, yeah, right? <laughs> you know, like this game is full of terrible, horrible things. There are weapons in this game <laughs> that are 
very adult. Oh yeah, oh, very adult, one. and they're purple and they're big. Yeah, and you beat people to death with them. Gross. Anyway, well, it's, yeah, it's weird because I remember when the Wii came out, and it was just inundated with all these family-friendly games. Which don't get me wrong, the great it was great. The Wii was a super, super yep. family-friendly system. The Nintendo's series of consoles have always been family-friendly, but I remember a game that came out on the Wii, and it was this weird cell-shaded black and white, gory. Yeah. Super hack and slashy chainsaw kind of game. I can't remember what it's called. I know exactly what you're talking about. Though, I remember yeah. Dylan going, loves that game. Yeah, I remember everybody going, wait, what? that game doesn't belong on the Wii. What Are they finally going to start getting adult games? And that was literally probably one of five um, yeah. intense adult-themed or hyper-violent games that ever came out on the Wii. Um, the Wii U obviously didn't get anything like that just because nobody bought a Wii U. Yeah. Um, but it's cool because the Switch is here and... You started seeing a trickling of M-rated games coming into the Switch, and you're like, what? Is this finally happening? And now with Saints Row, even though it's the third one, it's um, clearly making its way into everybody's hands. I love that this is in it. I love that Wolfenstein's on it. It just... And the it's, next Wolfenstein is going to be out yeah, on it. And it's the next just great. Is going to be on it. It's just great. I yeah. love it. And this game, if you have not played Saints Row, like, I mean, I guess you could just go buy it on a PC right now because it'll probably run on a potato. I mean, it came out in like 2011. <laughs> I mean, so. if it's going to run on the Switch. It'll run on your, your PC. Run on your but I mean, it's also yeah. on the Xbox. It's also on the yeah. PlayStation. So like you don't, if you have those things, don't wait. Just go get it or get four because I think four is actually the better game. Okay. Um, it's goofy and weird and you play as the like president, president. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, well, I remember and I fight aliens. Up, it's great. I picked up a whole Saints Row collection. Yeah. I want to say for eight bucks. Oh yeah, it's super cheap the PC, all the time. Something ridiculous. So it, like, don't wait for the Switch to come out to play it. Just go play it. But yeah. if you don't have any of those things and you have a Switch, like you should be excited. Give it, give it a shot. It could be um, fun. There is no official release date for that though. It's all right. Just so you know, I'll wait. So more info is going to be revealed, quote unquote, in due course. Oh, hmm. with a Gamescom hashtag. Hashtag Gamescom. So maybe uh, as of the day you may you may to know this, tomorrow. Who knows? You might know. We might know. Um, anyway, is that it for news? It is. All right. Cool. Uh, then let's get to the questions from our dear dear listeners. Thank you for sending us your questions. If you have questions for us, you can submit them at our website, bitemepodcast.com, on Facebook, on Twitter, or just go to our Discord channel. Discord's the place to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. You should do that. Uh, questions from Mansock, Super Hyper Muddy, Weapon Man, Turn Down for What, CMG Noise, Jack Irish, and we kick them off every week with Yo Vinny. Hey, Yo yeah, Vinny. That was really terrible. Vinny. Hey, Yo Vinny. What's up? <laughs> we I talked to him, know. and his last name is, in fact, let's see. I think it was, I think we were Champa? saying Champa. Is it Champa? No. Oh. <laughs> Disappointing. Champa? I don't remember now. I think it's Vinny C. I think it's, I think it's Champa. Vinny C. Vinny Let's C. Call him VC. No. Okay. Anyway, he wants to know what game or game company do you think will be the first to kickstart widespread cross platform play across all platforms? EA. You think? Yep. With uh, uh, Fortnite? Mm, that's epic. Sorry. Wait, is it epic? <laughs> yeah. Oh, crap. Uh, I think there are very, 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 very few companies that have the clout to make them do this. Um, EA is probably one. Um, Blizzard Activision is probably one. Um, Ubisoft is probably one. But it would literally take them saying, this big title will not come out on the PlayStation unless you do this. And I don't know if anyone's willing to do that. that. The alternative, though, is like Death by a Thousand Cuts. It's, It's literally if everyone just keeps going like, come on, guys. Come on, guys. 
Come right. on, guys. You know, it just needs to get enough enough big people. I mean, like you've heard Todd Howard say it in the last couple of weeks. You've heard, I don't remember, big dude from EA say it. Mm-hmm. You've heard, you know, the guys from Rocket League say it. You've heard Todd Sweeney at Epic say it. You know, Todd Sweeney? I think that's right. Anyway, you've heard a bunch of people say it. So <laughs> maybe it'll just be a small concerted effort of those people plus actual gamers. Like, you know, this is actually probably one of those things where if someone was able to get together like a hashtag campaign and got tens of thousands of gamers to get mm-hmm. behind it plus these you know big studios pushing 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 that that might fix it too but i think if it's going to be a single game company it's going to be like one of the top two or three game companies and they're going to have to threaten and do you think um that if cross-platform play does come uh to consoles in particular do you think that they're going to push pc cross-play into that as well just because it already the, is it is it, it, it is to a degree. I mean, I think the thing is, is it already exists. There's no, there's no geek, gatekeeper on PCs, right? So yes, like I, I think once, once you have those two working together, it's PCs are just an, an easy throw in. Okay, and I'm, but I mean, do you think that just because of the different controls, control types, mm. do you think that's necessarily a fair? Thing? I think it'll, it'll matter more for PV. I think you'll probably have the option. Okay, like if you're playing PvP. You'll play on PC servers or console servers or mixed servers, and, and the choice is yours. What I think is really interesting is because Square Enix has already done this with Final Fantasy XIV. You can pl- play cross-platform play with PS4, with Xbox, with PC. Can PlayStations play with Xboxes? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. I thought we looked this up and you couldn't. We looked. It's not on the Xbox. It's not so. on the Xbox. <laughs> but, and it's not on the Switch either. But yeah. I, can- I guarantee you uh, it'll never come to Switch. Because no. I just think that game is way too massive for the Switch. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so back to my question. Do you th- – or not really my question, but more an observation. It's like they found a way to do that. Yeah, but the thing is, is there's a lot of places that do that. PC, PlayStation works in a bunch of places. It works in Rocket League. It works in Fortnite. It works a lot of places. It's literally just that Xbox – PlayStation that they won't let happen, and it's it's obviously because they're they're direct competitors and there's money to be lost. So, you know, they're in a place of power right now. Like I've said this at least a couple times before. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, this is going to be a thing that comes and bites them in the it, butt, and you it know, might not be a very big bite, but you know, know but, it's there. But I think the thing is, is when you think about how unsuccessfully the Xbox launched in this generation, it was caused by a bunch of stupid little things. Mm-hmm. And this could easily be that stupid little thing next that happens then. next generation. Yeah. So, All right. Well, there you go, Vinny. Uh, next, Jack Irish wants to know, if you three guys were dropped into a war zone, who would survive and make it home alive? I only did basic army training myself, but that's a story for another time. We're going to gotcha. make him tell that story. Right, eventually. He's in Australia, so I don't know how, like, he's a, he's a patron, so when we do our call-in show, we've got to oh. get him to call in. Does their basic training involve, like, boxing kangaroos? Probably. I have to assume. I don't know. I don't know. I so I saw a picture of a wombat the other day, and I want a oh, pet wombat yeah, yeah, so yeah. big. They're huge and adorable, and look oh, like they just want to be hugged. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, well, of the three of us that are that would be here, Dylan would not make it out alive because he can't survive a little smoke. He's just too so tall. He's, <laughs> Plus, what do we hide? What would he hide behind? Um, Trees, full height trees. Right. Just put just put some leaves on. Like his you head put him in like a uh, like a foxhole or like a, a trench. He would like still his head three sticking three three, three inches above the ground. <laughs> like sniper, just boom, top of his head's gone. Right. 
Anyway, um, if we were dropped into a, a, a legit war zone, I don't know if any of us I don't, would. We're all screwed. Yeah. I don't like the outside very much. Um, I've got <laughs> asthma. Um, like, I scream. I, I, I'm loud. I get scared <laughs> real easy. I would not. You would not want me anywhere nearby because I, I would run around like a screaming crazy person. I have the person. best mental image of Adam right now. Um, yeah, no, we're all screwed. I don't even really like. If you handed me a gun that was fully loaded and the safety was off, I could probably point it at something and shoot at it. But once I ran out of bullets, I wouldn't know what to do. Oh, after that one kickback from the first yeah. bullet, I would be on the ground screaming again. We, there's a reason that we did not join the army. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. And this is it. <laughs> so is, has Jack been in any of our uh, 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 Rocket League games at all? He hasn't. Okay. No, not yet. Next time that happens, I in, I implore you to join in if you can, because you will hear exactly why I would not survive a war zone. Yeah, it's a little it's a little strange because he's seventeen hours ahead of us, which means oh, that yeah. it's currently like I don't know Friday there. I think that's fine. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a little weird to work out, but yeah. So yeah, you'll we'll, hear. We'll, but we'll you'll figure hear it out. Why we'll I figure in it particular out. would not survive a war zone. Yeah, just Adam because... Adam screams and curses. It's, yeah, it's. Literally the most fun you've ever had. I wouldn't survive because my squad mates would probably kill me themselves <laughs> just to shut me up. 25% of people killed in war zones, friendly fire, man. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Um, and we'd like to hear your story about Army basic training. Of course. Yeah. All right. CMG Noise. His question is, are there any classic or important games that you feel like you should have played but never got around to? Why not? His would be the earlier Elder Scrolls games, which are probably unplayable now, and most games on the early Nintendo systems, as he started with a Mega Drive, uh, hashtag, or slash Genesis yeah, era yeah. stuff. I think the Mega, the, that Mega was Drive the was the original. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the original, and then Genesis was their 16-bit. But that was the same era I started. Yeah. Um, same. Was I had an NES. I had a friend who had a Mega Drive or a Master System, as it was Master called Master System, yeah. That's what I was looking for. Um, and then the Genesis came out after that, but I just was such a Nintendo fanboy from day one. Yeah, I had both. I had a, a Nintendo and a mm-hmm. and a Sega Genesis. So um, he is very right. The Elder Scrolls are completely unplayable now. Um, <laughs> like anything past Oblivion are just not good. Or before Oblivion. Uh, before Oblivion, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I for me, I think it would actually not be early Nintendo. It would be like mid Nintendo, um, like the Nintendo sixty four. Um, GameCube era because I did not have oh, either okay. of those, um, and so I missed. All of those games. Um, the N64 came out right after I got married. Like my brother got one, I think the, f- the Christmas after I got married. So mm-hmm. I didn't even get to play anybody else's. Really, I was busy doing being married things, uh, <laughs> not those things. Um, I didn't say those. Things. I saw you giggle. Um, and so I just I never got to play any of those games. Um, so I've never played Mario 64. I've never played any of the Zelda games that uh, are any of those systems. That was that was probably yeah. that was my game changer game. Yeah, really, it, it really was. Yeah. I'd never you'd never seen anything like it. So I've never played Wind Walker. I've never played Majora's Mask. Wind Waker. Wind, see, that's how little I know about those mm-hmm. games. Um, I never played any of the other Mario games, and I didn't even play a ton of like Wii Wii U games, honestly. Um, so I've missed a like I've missed a ton of like Nintendo exclusive games. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also never really played much in the Halo series. I've played like oh, two of the five or six games. Uh, I played I played one all the way through, and then I played ODST. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of like PlayStation exclusives. I haven't played a lot of Resident Evil. I haven't played a lot of like God of War. Um, I've only played Uncharted Four. So I mean, you know, I mean, the reality is, is like I had like. 
15, 16 years where I was mostly a PC gamer. Mm-hmm. Um, and even that, I wasn't playing a ton of games um, because I was young and I didn't have any money and didn't have any time. And so. See, that's where I feel like that's where I missed out on stuff yeah. was the, the PC uh, side of stuff. Just because that's where yeah. all the first-person shooters came and that's where all the big, massive role-playing games were. Ar- and role-playing stuff and RTS stuff. RT- and- uh, yeah, like RTS stuff. Like, what? what's this StarCraft thing? Yeah. I have but no I mean, idea. There's a reality. I mean, that's kind of why... That's kind of how this podcast came around to some degree is I went to PAX, I'm going to say... Four years ago. Mm-hmm. And I got to PAX. I didn't have, like, I had no friends that would go to PAX with me because I just didn't know anyone here that played games. And uh, and you were probably on vacation because it just always seems to work that it way. It always seems I'm on yeah. vacation on, <laughs> on PAX. That's fine. Um, you know, and so I got there and I was by myself and I literally walked into PAX. And I'm like, there are a million games here and I don't know what any of them are. I'm so out of touch with games. Mm-hmm. And I, like, was bummed. Like, I, I left after being there for, like, four hours because I was just so, like, depressed of, of something that I loved so much that I was that out of touch with everything. So I just hadn't been playing games for a long mm-hmm. time. And so I dove, like, I'm like, you know, I can either just be sad and never play games again, or I can, like, jump headfirst. And I, the next day I subscribed to, like, six or seven video game podcasts and started listening to my way to work and started reading stuff and got way, way, way back into it. And then, like, a right. year later we started this. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, and the games are the the games that I would probably say are the ones that are classic or the ones I missed out that were important were games like the original Doom yeah. or uh, GoldenEye on the N sixty four. Just because the the first person shooter thing, I didn't get into that until I sat down and started playing Destiny. Yeah, and even even as late as like Bioshock, you know, just ten eight yeah. ten years ago. I, I couldn't get into it. I enjoyed watching it, but I couldn't get a feel for the game. So I feel like by not playing the Dooms or the Golden Eyes or the Wolfensteins and you know the OG first-person shooters, I missed out on that because I didn't understand this whole WASD control scheme. The, the plus side is that means you didn't ever have to be one of those people that switched from – because in Doom, you didn't WASD. You used the arrow keys. And switching from using the arrow keys to using WASD, like first of all, it's two different hands. Yeah, that's way different. <laughs> um, it was it was hard. It was really hard to to make those that switch. So you didn't have to do that, which is nice. Well, that's good. But man, Doom was a game changer for me. That game oh, yeah. was so good. Well, and everybody I know that because I had an N sixty four and I loved my N sixty four and my GameCube. The N sixty four is probably my second favorite cartridge based system, and the GameCube up until. This generation, the GameCube was my favorite system. Yeah. Even though, yeah, I love my PS2 and love my PS3, but my GameCube, there were so many fun games on that. So many. Because yeah. um, you missed Mario 64 on the N64. Super game-changing game, yeah. obviously, for reasons that are very apparent. But the follow-up to that was Super Mario Sunshine on the GameCube, oh, yeah. which was just such a crazy departure from the Mario series itself because it took place on this tropical island and you had this water cannon. And it was such a cool mechanic and it was so weird. But it was a straight-up Mario game. Yeah. It was really cool. And the soundtrack was awesome. I just miss those. And it's like it seems like it's almost too late to go back to a lot of those, too. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and then just because I didn't get into RPGs until as of late, uh, the Final Fantasy series. Yeah. I didn't get into Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy three. I tried, but I was 14 and just didn't have the attention span for it. I'm yeah. like, nope, nope, nope. See, I was a done. big Final Fantasy 3-6, depending on where you live. Right. And that's the ones that I should yeah, have been. Yeah, and that, that guy, those are so good. I played. I've, the funny thing is, I've never beat that game though. Like, I regret not beating that right. game. Um, I've played almost all the way through it twice and didn't beat it. Um, but same thing. Like, I played seven. It was kind of meh. I played ten. It was kind of meh or X, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, 
and that's a, a series I just have kind of, you know, I mean, the right. reality is, is like, there's so many games, even, even 15, 20 years ago, when there weren't as many games coming out as there are now, it was still hard to keep on top of them. Right. And, you know, one, you, you're young, you don't have money, you know? Exactly. We were, I was talking to Vinny about that today. Actually, that's our next question. We can. Yeah, which is why our next question is so great. Thank you uh, for the question there, CMG Noise. Uh, turn down for what? With the follow-up, how do you find all? How do you all find time to play games with all this grown-up responsibilities nonsense? So many games, so little time. Yeah, you are correct. You're very correct. Um, so my suggestion is to find a partner who also plays games. <laughs> he, uh, that I, helps. I believe he's already married, so he oh, might, well, I'm just saying. Yeah, well, yeah. hopefully. Um, they enjoy games as well, or like or alternatively, find somebody like, find somebody like Brooke who's like, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think the the reality is, is I think if you can find someone who likes to play games too, like wow, mm-hmm. unicorn, perfect, perfect world. And honestly, and like in my case, it doesn't matter even if you play the same games, yeah. because we've tried playing the same games. It doesn't and doesn't always work out. It does not. You want yeah. to kill each other. So that, or alternatively, find someone else who has other hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> um. But, like, I, I guess two things is, you know, Vinny, Vinny said today, like, you know, oh, I just wish I, you know, whatever. I'm like, dude, the downside of being an adult is, yeah, you have money to buy games. So you just don't have any time to play them. Right. Um, I'd like to know how he plays as many games and does as much as he does with school, with a job, and all the games, well, and listening to our delicious podcast. Exactly. And and so when, when Turn Down For What posted this in the Discord, I, I sent him my favorite comic, which is a guy, like, looking at kind of like, they're almost like bricks of, of you know, what you have. And you've got work, and you've got you know, school and you got family. He's like, and he's holding at one that says games. And he's like, I guess I just don't have, I guess I just don't have time for games anymore. And then he kind of shakily reaches up and says, or do I, and starts pulling the sleep one out. That's my secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I got up at 5.45 this morning so I could play games for an hour before Ooh. going to work. <laughs> um, See, I get up at 6.30 so I can go to the gym yeah, when I remember to go to the gym. That's actually smarter than what I do. Eh, is it, though? Yeah, probably. You'll probably live. I mean, we're the same age pretty much. You'll probably live 20 years longer than I am. <laughs> we'll so the 20 years of the end, though. Keep that in mind. Um, I, I just wake up earlier and play games, and I stay up late and play games. And, right. uh, and you know, the other thing I do, and this is probably something that might work for a lot of people, is I play, like, three or four hours of games every Saturday and Sunday with my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother lives out of state from me, and so, you know, that time where you might have spent with someone else... Um, that can be your social time. That can be your hanging out with your buddies time. That can be your, you know, whatever time on the internet. So, mm-hmm. you know, we get up again early. Um, I wake up kind of like two or three hours before the rest of my house does. Mm-hmm. And we play games from like six or seven until nine or 10 um, and hang out and chat. And it's great for both of us. So yeah, there's that. And there, I mean, now you've got things like the Nintendo switch or you've got the two DS or you got a three DS or something portable. You've got something Take like it to that. your lunch, man. Yeah, seriously. And, like, I remember LAN parties back in the day. Uh, I miss LAN parties. And they're still kind of a thing, yeah. believe it or not. But the is for as small and portable uh, as some of these new systems are, like a PS4 Slim or an Xbox One S, they're not that big. Yeah. And they're not that I think we're on vacation a lot. Yeah, it's not that hard to plug those into just a, a little HDMI monitor. Yep. You find an outlet, you plug it in, and you go. Yep. It's kind of easy. So... Um, there's, there's options ways of doing it. You know, and I mean, the reality is, too, is I don't watch TV almost at all. See, and that's my downfall is I binge watch Netflix yeah. and Hulu like a crazy person. I've been watching a ton of, oddly enough, NCIS New Orleans lately. But besides that, I watch almost no television. You um, know what I'm binging? Yes. Cheers. Oh, Cheers is such a good show, I've though. I've never watched it. And I'm like, I should watch this piece of yeah. like you know TV history. And I'm watching. I got to season six and I'm like, 
Oh, I have to finish this now because I'm so far in, but it's not that good in season six. Or so seven. years ago, this just is, so you know, years ago, my dad went to Boston on business and I was probably, I was in sixth grade probably. Mm-hmm. And you know, just like every probably dad that ever travels anywhere, my dad would always bring us something back when he went to business. He didn't travel very often. So it was always kind of exciting to bring us something from some strange faraway place. My dad went to the actual Cheers bar that's oh, in cool. Boston. Yeah, I guess, but brought us back like <laughs> these two t-shirts. Me and my brother both got one that were like black with like gold, like gold lame, like bright, shiny gold, like Cheers. And I'm like, you're like, oh, I'm never wearing that. Thank you. Never I went to school that. exactly once. Everyone said, what? And I said, I don't know. My dad brought it back from Boston. <laughs> and I never wore it again. So yeah, anyway. Fair. All right. Thank you. Turn down for what? Uh, next super hyper mighty weapon man wants to know. Sony, Nintendo, and Xbox all decide to release an all-star style RPG game. Who will be the top three characters on each platform? The warrior, the mage, and tank of these games. Good lord. Does he really want us to pick nine players? Well, I think we can do it. <laughs> All right. Let's go. All right. Kratos on is one of them. <laughs> Sony. Yes. Kratos is your warrior. For sure. Makes sense. Would he be your warrior? Would he be your tank? Because he is a god. He Probably, can... I, let's say he's going to be our tank. He's okay. big. He's beefy. He can take a beating. Yeah, I would say uh, Nathan Drake would be our warrior. Good okay. with a gun. Yeah, yeah. Kind of rolly and stuff. Mm-hmm. And your mage? Um, crap. See, this is already breaking down. We'll come back to that. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, okay. Let's let's think though. On the so- on Sony, like, do these need to be Sony platform exclusive? No, games? I don't think so. I what, mean, they could what about, be. What about uh, what about Bayonetta? Bayonetta. Like, she's Bayonetta was a Nintendo exclusive. <sighs> Was it an exclusive? It was a Nintendo exclusive. Oh, I'm thinking Wii U. it was on the PC. Yeah, you're right. right. And then it came to PC. Well, no, it was only exclusive, only the second one, right? No, the first one was the exclusive. The first one and the second one were exclusive. Then they got them ported. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. All right, now screw this. It's Nintendo. Uh, some Final Fantasy. Uh, it's a PlayStation. It's it's some Final Fantasy character. Oh, uh, 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 what's her name? Yes, her. From Final Fantasy Seven. I, yeah, sure. Not Cloud. Not Cloud. Oh, <laughs> Not the she's... guy with the machine gun arm. So I don't know who the mage would be. Whatever. Some, Somebody, fi- some, some Final Fantasy character. From Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. That's all Let's we need. Let's do that. Okay, Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo. The warrior would be? Link. Well, I mean, that's kind of obvious. Well, yeah, okay. but I mean, it's... <laughs> so... That's fine. Our tank? Warrior. Tank? Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Donkey Kong. I was going to say Bowser. Uh, yeah. Do you think Donkey Kong could take Bowser? I mean, he's got like a turtle shell, yo, and it's spiky. Yeah, again, that makes just more sense than mine, so yeah, you're okay. right. Okay. <laughs> Mage. Um, Mario can shoot fireballs. Whoopty crap. <laughs> <laughs> and? I'm just saying that's magey. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Adam's folding my like My brain a... is just, my brain all of a sudden on this last this last five minutes just said, nope, you're done. All right. Um, Xbox. Well, wait, are we, is that for sure our Nintendo? Sure. Would... Link, Bowser. Okay, Mario's kind of lame. I'm sorry, not, yeah. So Link, Bowser, and Mario. Yeah, Mario's lame. He's not a mage. All right. Um, let's who, see. Okay, who does magic stuff in the Nintendo world? Does, is there, does anybody do magic of stuff in the Nintendo world? Someone's got to, right? Wow, we're so there really isn't one, or we're just hitting that. It's wall? the it's the it's the smoke ash, it's yo. The smoke. It's smoky. Case my brain. It's Mario. Whatever. All right. Xbox. I'm still stuck on Nintendo. Master Chief, yo. Master Chief's the warrior. Warrior. For sure. yeah, 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 yeah. Tank, tank, tank. Um. Hmm. 
big beefy Xbox character. Uh, like a big. And you're the Xbox guy. I'm just yeah, recently an Xbox Microsoft. I'm gonna guy. say like um, I don't know, like a big truck from Forza. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, someone's got to shoot magic in this game. In one of these games, right? Let's see here. Huh, Adam's searching. That's the way to do it. Well, that's whatever. It helps. <laughs> um. These questions are so hard. We should really like these prep really for hard. these. Like, some of these we should have probably should have probably thought about. Like, there's the dude from Crackdown. He would be a good warrior for sure. Oh yeah, I could see that. Yeah, actually, he could probably be a good tank because he's got the mechanized suit. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. So that would be good. Okay. Um, also, a good warrior on the uh, PlayStation side of stuff would be dude from Infamous. Any one of the dudes. Oh from the Infamous yeah, series. yeah, yeah. That's a like, good call. Like, be a good warrior or a mage because of their abilities. Yeah, that's a good. So call. that would be good too. So we're bouncing all around. This is why we need to read our show notes. No, that's, that's stupid. I mean, it's whatever. I think this is what the people come for. Oh, they come for the the witty banter. <laughs> okay, that's that's for sure. Um, what about anybody from the uh, uh, Andromeda? What, what's the game? Oh, like the the uh, Mass Effect games. Yeah, they're all kind of uh, they're all kind of RPG ish. Kind of, yeah. No, no real magic users yeah, there though. Okay. Is there anybody from any of those games that you think? Would be able hey, how to stand about, up to stuff. So here's a here's a here's a throwback exclusive for you. Um, the Fable games. Oh yeah, yeah the, which I never played. That was the original Halo. I mean, it was on the PC, obviously, but it was also an ex- original Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did I say Fable? I meant. Um, oh shoot, those were Xbox exclusives. Yeah. Also, um, I don't remember. I, I, you had some sort of magic in those. I was actually thinking Torchlight games. Oh. So the, those those uh, those were definitely magic users. But this also gives me a chance to talk about uh, the new Torchlight game that's coming out. Oh, there's another one. Yeah, there is. Ooh, it's fun. called Torchlight Forever. I want to say. Cool. This and, question went completely off the rails. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so Mansox was mad that I didn't mention this. And Torchlight Frontiers. Oh, okay. It is not being developed by the original studio because they went out of business. Um, but it is being developed by one of the original people that uh, actually founded that studio. So oh, cool. anyway, it's coming out next year, and it's supposed to be really good. They people are playing Gamescom. So um, so to anyway, wrap up your question, super I, I think hyper there was probably, man. I think we did it. I don't maybe. Know. Yeah, there was someone um, in there that used magic. I'm sure. Now, if you'd have just said straight across the board from all these platforms, your top three, I would say Kratos is your tank. Master Chief. Master Chief is your warrior, and Mario is your. <laughs> I would. S- I'm going to stop you there. No, sir. Somebody from I Final Fantasy no is, and somebody from Final Fantasy, whoever you want, because I'm pretty sure all your characters at one point or another learn how to use magic. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, all right, and thank you. Man Socks, finally, with the important question of the oh. week. What is your favorite animal companion from a video game? Shoot, we're back to Torchlight. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I had like a little ferret companion in <laughs> Torchlight 2. Cool. Um, but the cool thing about uh, the ferrets in Torchlight 2, first of all, if you've not played that game, go buy it. It's like $5 on Steam. You can get it. It's oh, great. Yeah. Um, so it's a very, it's a, like a Diablo style RPG where you hack and slash and hack and slash, get all sorts of loot. And eventually in any of those games, you have to go back to town to sell your loot. Mm. But in Torchlight, you could just load up your pet critter friend with stuff and he'd go back to town for you and sell your loot and then come back with the money. Well, that's going to save you some time. Um, it was super cool, and but it was also kind of strategic because you didn't want to send them. They'd help you fight, too, when they were there. So you didn't want to send them away 
you know, when you're right in the middle of something, although you could just kind of cheat that and like send him away and just wait for a little bit. Okay. But uh, yeah, I had this adorable little ferret dude. I loved him. Cool. Yeah. Um, and I think this counts. My favorite's going to be Yoshi from Mario. Oh, dang. That's a good one. He's like, he's the perfect animal companion. Like, you can ride him places. He'll take you places. You can punch him in the head. <laughs> I was just going to say that. He shoots. And he stays with yeah. you. And if you're just done, you can jump up and you can launch off of him, throw him down a pit and keep on going. And he doesn't so care. Is, is Yoshi like Stockholm Syndrome? Is I that, don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're bred for that. I, I mean, oh, he's a dinosaur. There's he's got a, thick noggins. There's, a, there's like some fan fiction to be written there. Terrible, terrible fan terrible, fiction. Terrible, terrible fan fiction. <laughs> Thank you for the questions. If you have questions for us, you can email us, message us on Facebook or Twitter, or just hop in our Discord. we got a whole channel, and I'm sure there's questions that roll through there that we don't even talk about on the podcast that you just have lively discussions about. Um, Every once in a while. Yeah. Most of them make them in here. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up with some cheap free games and a small bite for you. Over on the Humble Bundle, you can go to bitemepodcast.com slash humble to see this. It's the Humble Horror Bundle. Horror. I say horror because I think when I say horror, it sounds like something I shouldn't be saying. Anyway, this is an absolutely amazing deal. Just in time for Halloween in like a month and a half. (laughs) For a dollar, you can get Layers of Fear. That's all you need to know. (laughs) And we're done. Moving on. Layers of Fear is so good. I highly, highly, (laughs) highly recommend it. Um... But it also, you can get How to Survive and How to Survive 2. Two games I've never heard of, but who cares? Only a dollar. And White Noise 2. So maybe those are scary. Which the the, the art on the, is the button really for scary. White Noise 2 is terrifying. It's Either way. Like, it's like a, uh, a Pan's Labyrinth monster I don't like got it. involved with a Bioshock monster. Or like one of the, the like creepy dudes that shoot fireballs from Doom. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. It's effing creepy anyway um if you pay on the next level you've got a game called detention which i've never heard of if you've ever been to detention you know that's hard it looks really creepy though yeah and uh what's that other one yoma maori night alone yeah which also looks creepy but right there in the middle you've got bioshock remastered which is such a good game the seven dollars and fifty cents alone i don't know if bioshock's scary really i mean i guess like the big daddies kind of are but damn that game is so good oh Oh, that's so good the splicers the splicers are oh that's true splicers are yeah i forgot about that yeah they're and if you're playing like in the the surround sound or even just with you know fake surround sound and your headphones on they're scary. The noises they make and the yeah, things they I say. Forgot about and then that. They jump, I forgot like, about that. That game legit makes me jump out of my seat. Um, so the $15 level, you got that Friday the 13th, the game. Which unfortunately, like Vinny said today, is like, unfortunately, there's only like 350 people playing that right now. Oh, no, really? Yeah, so that game, after after they kind of released that they're not going to be able to do any more for it um, because of lawsuits, that game has kind of tanked. But, you know, it's going to be you know for 15 bucks you can get it and maybe that'll push the the number out a little bit a little bit for a little while um but the uh, other one that's in that tier is dead by daylight which i've heard nothing but great things about it's another um one of those kind of uh, multiplayer i think it's like a 5v1 4v1 or something something like that some number of things v1 um and Vinny has also said he really likes that so and there's definitely more than 350 people playing that yeah yeah yeah. so some definitely some good stuff in here um like i said i mean right now if you you could buy in at eight dollars and get uh, you know seven 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 games, seven two games. of which are really 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 good. Seven mm-hmm. bucks is worth it for Bioshock alone, and Layers of Fear is just icing on top of that Bioshock cake. Nice. 
Uh, if you have an Xbox, you should be on Game Pass. I don't know why you're not. Uh, it's $10 a month, and the best value in the Halo-verse is now on Game Pass. Wow, you made that up yourself. That was I good. I know. Thank you, IGN. We love you. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I, know. I, I give credit where credit's due. That was, was that uh, from IGN? Oh, it was. Yeah, unlike some people. Oh, IGN, whatever. We're no longer at IGN. But anyway. Ooh. Sorry. No, I have nothing but mad respect for IGN for handling things the way they do. A hundred percent. Absolutely. hundred percent agreed. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so um, Halo, what's this game called? <laughs> Halo, the Master Chief Collection. It's there you added, go. It's being added to Game Pass on September 1st, so just a little over a week away. It's going to have Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary, Halo 2 Anniversary, Halo 3, Halo 4, and a full uh, bunch of multiplayer stuff. Yeah, and Halo so. Five, I believe, is already on Game Pass, so you can play. Is Halo all Five the, already on there? I believe so. I think it. What? I think it actually was at launch, so you can play through the complete Halo multiverse right now. Um, wow! I played Halo One in this pack, and it is absolutely incredible looking. Um, and it's cool too. You can press, I think, select or what, what used to be the select key, and actually flip between new graphics and old graphics, so oh, you can wow. see in real time. It's really cool. Well, that would just probably make me sick. No, no, it's it's actually really neat. It's not bad. Huh. So definitely, definitely worth checking out. And if you don't have Game Pass, man, get it. Um, there's a bunch of Game Pass deals going on uh, during Gamescom right now. Mm-hmm. I think you can get a couple, a little bit for two bucks, like a month for two bucks. Um, and I think Amazon's doing a buy six months, get three months free oh, wow. deal. So, That's a really good deal. Um, yeah. I also know that if you buy an Xbox right now, or at least my friend Zeb down in Portland bought one this past weekend, he got an Xbox, and it came with three months oh, nice. of Game Pass for free. And I was like, dude, this is what you need. This is what you need. And it's funny. He showed me these two games. He's like, what do you think of these? And I'm like, Rocket League? That's on Game Pass. I'm like... Oh, it is now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, and that, that Fallout 4 game? I'm like, that's on Game Pass, too. He's yeah. like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, you should take those back. Yeah. Do that. It's great. And he's like, he's like, well, what should I exchange them for? And I'm all... I don't know, man. Everything I want to play is on Game Pass. It's I, I just can't believe how good it is. Like we sound like we're just shit. Like we do not get paid to talk <clears throat> we about can't Game get Pass. Microsoft to call us back so we can talk to them about Mixer. We tried, man. We, we tried. really tried. I even got friends that work there, and they tried, and we couldn't get it back. It's and okay. we're talking about this like it's you know paying our mortgage, and it's not. It's so good. So, uh, yeah. So do that. Wrapping it up, though, uh, speaking Game of Game Pass, Pass news, <laughs> if you got an, uh, a mobile device, which I'm sure you do, you have uh, the ability now, or eventually, is it now? Uh, if you're on Android, it's available now. If you're on iOS, it's available in beta, which is very weird. Those two things don't usually work that way. No, they don't. Um, you can manage your Game Pass subscription and library and blah, 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 blah from your phone. Yeah, so you can actually say... So we just said, hey, you should play Fallout 4 and Rocket League. If you had this app, you could go on your phone right now and say, I would like to do that. I would like to do that. And please. install it remotely onto your Xbox. That's so cool. Yeah. That is so cool. The number of times I've wanted to be able to do that, um, just because like I'm at work and I'd love to do that 20 gig install before I got home. Like mm-hmm. I hope this eventually goes out to all the games on your system. I would love to be able to go into the Xbox app and say, install this. You and can't install do that it. Now? It depends on the game. Sometimes okay. you can. And I think some, I think you have to have something switched on on, on your Xbox yeah. as well. Like it always has to be in this state of kind of on. And I think for me, like because I have two Xboxes, um, it <laughs> installs to both of them, which oh, no. is not always great. That's so, not optimal. Yeah. That's cool. Rip my you know, data cap. Seriously. Yeah. All right. That's it. 
That is it. That is it. That is your show for the week. Thanks for listening. If you would like to follow us and all of our fun goings on, make sure you stay up to date at our website, bitemepodcast.com. Check out our Humble Bundle page. That's bitemepodcast.com slash humble. And also patreon.com slash bitemepodcast if you'd like to help support our little show and get us all tattoos. Oh, we should get some tattoos. Or tickets to E3. Whatever happens. Which, that's fine. Because we're going to do both. We're going to get a tattoo. Oh, maybe we should get a tattoo at E3. Yeah, I, I've been to a bunch I'm of... i okay with that. See, and I've been to a bunch of cons where you can actually get a tattoo. Mm-hmm. It's usually comic cons. I, I don't think you should get a tattoo at a con. I don't know. I'm in, I'm in it for the experience. Yeah? Yeah. I have no regrets. That explains some things. I know. <laughs> no, I don't know. It just seems like something weird. Like it's, And it's probably because I don't have any tattoos, but it seems like that's something you should think about a little bit. But then, like you told oh, yeah. me, you got one on a business trip one time, so whatever. Totally. I, Why not? I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just like you jump in and you do it once, and then after it's not a big oh, deal. Oh, yeah. Tattoos in particular, they're like, oh, I need more. Yeah. Although it's been five years since my last one. We'll just go get so. bite me once. Exactly. Um, anyway, also join us in our Discord. Lots of conversation about games and more games and uh, questions about games and also weird stuff. So just uh, find a link to that on bitemepodcast.com. Uh, up in the right-hand corner, you can find a little controller to click, and it'll take you right to our Discord. Nice. That's it. Bite me. Well, yeah. Hopefully Dylan's feeling better. Bite. Hopefully next week when we record, there won't be any smoke in the air. Bite Dylan. I hope I'll, Well, please don't do that. I hope all the fires up north to anybody who might be listening to oh. us up in Canada or even eastern Washington or, or anywhere south. right now. Anywhere that's on fire. I'm, I'm real sorry. Yeah. We uh, we can only see what the effects of it are yeah. here. So hopefully wherever you're at, if uh, there's fires going on, best of luck. Hope everything works out. Everyone knows all our listeners are in Missouri, though. Burning on fire there. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's yeah. not your fault. But yeah, anyway. All right. Till then. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. 